Hello and welcome to Blades Pod. It is Wednesday, the 8th of September. My name's Ben. Very pleased to be joined once again back from his holiday. It's Andrew. How are you, pal? I'm good, mate. How are you? I'm good as well. It's it's been a while. You uh, did you enjoy your holiday? I did. Enjoyed the, uh, the stealing of a mobility scooter, as you said last week. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. And, uh... Uh, yeah, I did enjoy it. Do you know what's really enjoyed enjoyed it even more? United didn't play. They, they played the first weekend that I was there, and then I could forget about them for two weeks, which is quite good as well. So yeah, we've gone through a weekend without seeing us lose. So that's something. Well, technically two weekends, I suppose. So yeah, yeah. Th- things are definitely looking up. Um, so yeah, let's let's cover. Last time we spoke was, uh, as I say, was a little while ago. So we'll quickly cover off uh, some actual on-field stuff, and then we're going to talk. I want to get your your feelings on uh, the transfer deadline, which which passed um, last week while you were away. Uh, anyone who listened to my mini episode last week knows I was on the Four Blades in the Pub podcast, so you can go and listen to that talking about yeah. the transfer window in some detail. But I want to know what you think. But in the in the interim, since we last talked, we yeah. uh, we beat Derby in the League Cup two one. So scored some goals there. That's nice. Luke Freeman and Billy Sharp, of course, getting his two hundred and fifty first goal. And then we had a nil-nil draw with Luton, which uh, I, I neglected to mention this on the last episode, but I didn't see any of this. I was uh, I was a bad blade, but a good grandson. It was my nan's 90th birthday <laughs> shindig. Happy birthday, nana. So uh, I, I was at that instead. <laughs> Just the idea that she would be listening to this is like quietly hilarious by the way um but yes i was at that i I just had to sort of vaguely follow along on my phone um we you were in a similar boat right i don't think you yeah yeah i were away we i traveled on this day we got on the saturday for the looting game and um i followed the game i don't know if anyone's ever done this before on the s2 shout box which is a wonderful wonderful experience but you must have been delighted at full time that it was nil nil then and not sort of eight oh yeah it were unbelievable he started off because like obviously i'm just literally going on what they're saying i'm going oh this is a great start this is a fantastic start we're playing fast it's fine then literally about by about 15 minutes in this is rubbish what's happening do you know what i mean so but by all accounts, we missed nothing in this game, did we? Yeah, I know. I think I picked a good one to uh, to be completely out of the loop on. Uh, yeah, I was I was kind of just following the stats, really. I was like, 60 minutes gone, we haven't had a shot on target. It's just mm. like every other game. And then, yeah, yeah it looks like we uh, could easily have, have lost after a, a bit of a brain fart or a maybe a foot fart, really, from Wes Fodderingham, who hopefully has played his last league game for us this season, which we'll come on to uh, shortly. Yeah, It finishes 0-0, which, which is a could-be-worse result, but in the context of the start of the season, it's not great either. Um, yeah. I'm just going to quickly rattle off some stats, mate. Uh, so after five games, we're second bottom. We've drawn two, lost three, won none. We have scored a mighty single goal. Uh, and no other team has scored less than four, so that's very, very enjoyable. Of course, nice. we're—I think we're on pace to score nine point two goals across the entire season. So, there's plenty to look forward to there. Isn't yeah, there? we've had loads of fun last season, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, and, and I, I think you'll probably agree with me here, having obviously talked uh, on here and off here. I think arguably the worst thing is that we have actually been bad. We have not been unlucky. I yeah. think. I think if you look back at the first four games last season in the Premier League, I think you could justifiably say we were a bit unlucky to only have uh, 
or zero points from the first yeah, four games. Yeah, I don't think we deserve to lose to Leeds, for instance, at least, in that yeah. home game. And that was the third match, weren't it? I think you could say we were pretty unlucky against Villa with a sending off, and then and the even Arsenal. So Yeah, yeah Arsenal, Louise could have got a red card in the first half. Um, yeah, so I think I think you could say we were unlucky to lose the first four games last season. I don't think you can say we're unlucky to only have one point this season. Um, would you agree with that? No, I think... It, I'm trying to think if it's about right. Um, I think we could, I think one point's probably. I didn't see the Luton game, but we could have. I don't. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, one I think we're pretty three much points, spot on, probably. Yeah. 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 Um, so we we lead the league in average possession, but I think that's because teams know we have no threat. It feels mm. like the championship championship equivalent of we lose so many games by a single goal. Teams are just like, yeah, it's, it's fine. You can just knock it around all you want because you absolutely aren't going to create anything uh second lowest xg in the league third lowest big chances created second lowest shots on target per match not good at all is it um i think it does feel like that as well doesn't it as you were saying that last season you could say oh we're a bit unlucky in this it does feel that's the position where we're supposed to be in in terms of the stats yeah, indeed. Uh, lowest possession wins in the opposition final third as well, which I think is dictated to an extent by the amount of possession we have, but that's still pretty bad. I was expecting to see us be a more high-tempo team that presses yeah. and wins the ball high up the pitch. And yeah, we've, we're so far down the uh, the rankings on that. I think, yeah, I think we only have like, uh, I think it's eight possession wins in the opponent final third. So was that like one and a half per game or something like that? And when you think about when we were at his best, uh, when mm. we when we first came out, that were a major asset for us, weren't it? Closing people down at the top of the pitch and stuff. Yeah, agreed. And uh, we're not seeing it so far. Five games in. So what are we doing to address that? Well, we have the transfer window, and uh, mm. here's who we signed. I would like to go through each one and. Mm. Just have a think, get get your thoughts in a bit more detail, I suppose, before sort of talking bigger picture, I guess. So, Ben Davies obviously been here for a few weeks. Robin Olsen, the goalkeeper, comes in on loan. He's all on loan, in fact. Morgan Gibbs White from Wolves, midfielder, and Connor Howrahan from uh, from Wolves. Where do you want to start with that lot? Um, well, we'll go with the first one that obviously we've talked about. Ben Davies, the first one that mm. came in with Howrahan. I think at the time, I get like I say, we're away. I was quite. I think, I think by that point, I was desperate to sign anyone <laughs> because obviously you kind of actually done his interview, aren't they? Um, mm. After the the Luton game, where he, you know, it, I think at that point a lot of us were probably said, "Are we going to bring anyone in?" Because yep. that's what it seemed like. It had been that long, and I think when we when Hurrahan looked like he was, is it Hurrahan? Whatever. I'm going to call him Hurrahan. I'm not none of this nonsense yeah. about his real name. <laughs> um, but yeah, when he when he uh, was sort of linked and he looked like he was coming in, I was like, "Oh yes, a signing." When it sort of settled down that, I wasn't blown away by that, I have to admit, that signing. Um, I'm not sure what it gives us that the other midfielders don't give us if they're playing reasonable. He's not someone who's going to start dribbling. He's not someone who's going to start taking people on. He's not a fast person. He can't play in the wing. He's basically, from what I know of him, he's basically a, a, a more attacking Oliver Norwood. It might, I might be way off, but that's just from what I've seen of him and what I've read from him, read, mm. read about him as well. Yeah, I, I think the rub there is if our other midfielders are playing reasonably and they are that's not. That's it. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. 
he goes for me. He goes straight in on Saturday. I'm not writing him off as a player or anything like that because mm. he has to be better than Fleck, how Fleck and Noah would have played. Yeah, he has to be. And maybe just him coming in as a you know as a, an improvement on their form alone could make a, a huge difference. But I can't lie, I wasn't blown away by that signing. No, what about yourself with that? Yeah, a low a low level uh, satisfaction, I guess, with that one. Like like you, I suppose. I just um, I, I think Phil made this point on the Four Blaze podcast actually that you know it, it can't hurt the chances of Fleck and Norwood rediscovering their form. No, Have, no having please. someone who could actually play ahead of them reasonably. Um, you know, I think, and he is more of a goal threat. I think that's his yes. major thing. He is more of a goal threat. Well, I think so. He was on loan at Swansea last season and started well, for the second half of the season, I should say. And he started really well, didn't he? I think yeah. he, what did he have, like uh, one goal and five assists or something like that? Like almost yeah, right yeah, out of the yeah. gate. Um, and then tailed off quite badly towards the end of that season. I mean, we're crying out for any of that. Our entire midfield hasn't scored a goal uh, that wasn't a penalty since, uh, what was it, since Lundstrom at the last game of the previous season? Is that uh, right? Yeah, 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 that's correct, yeah. So, so I know, well, yeah, yeah, because Osborne played on, yeah, you're right, yeah. Was, yeah. So the player who just thought the club would have been Berger against Tottenham. Yeah, which was like June 2020, right, or something like that. It was about. It's, yeah. it's coming up to 50 games ago. Put it like that. Um, that's not good. So no. yeah, if, if this guy is just like a slight improvement on what we've seen so far, that's good. <laughs> I'll take that. And yeah. yes, we've. Uh, I, I, apologies, I, I can't remember whether you mentioned it um, just now, but set pieces is, is uh, something of a specialty for him. I would just tap the brakes on anyone who's expecting us to immediately become a huge threat from set pieces because I think there's a, in a, I mean, as a, a, a non-football playing person, I guess, or not a professional, uh, a, a professional level, obviously, I think there's a lot more goes into being good from set pieces than just the delivery. You know, the yeah, the routine, the movement, the physical ability of the players getting on the end of it, but. If that ball's not getting into the right spot anyway, then uh, you're never going to get anywhere. And yeah, hopefully we will see an improvement there. It's, it's, that's another area where it's like, how can it get worse? It surely can't. That's it. That's it. Like I say, I'm obviously sounding negative against it, but I, as I said, I was excited because we needed to, we need a new midfield, and we've we said we've said this. Since the start, of, well, start of last season in some cases, i.e. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did nail it. Uh, but we, we we do. I think we do need to freshen that up. And you know, he's got a, a really good pedigree. There's no getting away from that. I'm slightly put off by what I saw from him in the playoffs for Swansea. I watched all three games. He, he yeah, pretty anonymous to be fair in, in in those games. But his records there, and he can't be worse. Yeah. And like you say, if it pushes Fleck and Norwood on. That you know that's good as well. So, I would have liked to have had him a year ago. Um, mm. You know, the player I've always liked when he was uh, in his time at Villa. Anyway, that's who probably probably came to my attention. I suppose. Mm. Yeah, he's um, he's one I'd, I'd have liked him in the Premier League. Uh, you know, start last season. I, I, I'm going to repeat a point I made uh, on a, another episode here, but I think if we'd had this transfer window 12 months ago, I would be mm. happier than I am right now. And that's not to say I'm not happy with these players because I am very happy that we've signed them um, but yeah I think last season you know that that obvious gulf of depth in midfield we have now addressed uh, and you know a left centre back as well who's um, theoretically very competent at this level so uh, yeah I um, I like to I, I think like you I, I think he probably should go straight into the team to be honest fitness fitness permitting yeah. 
Um, it's been away with Ireland, right? Has he started? I know he got a he got an assist from a corner he, the other day. He didn't came he? on the last two games. Right. Okay. So he's he's not had uh, he's not been playing every single minute. So. Oh, sorry. Did you say for Villa? Uh, no, for Ireland. I thought, yeah, sorry. Yeah, he did, he did come on for the last two games. You're on the bench for the for all of them, but he, he came on in the last two. Okay, so he's not going to be burnt out, theoretically. No, whereas uh, John Egan played 90 minutes in every one. <laughs> yeah, I know. and I, I saw him uh, a quote from him earlier saying it's been a, a tough week. I think he, he tweeted it, actually. It was in a tough week physically and mentally. I was like, oh, no. That's not what I want to hear, John. Like, you know, with yeah. the season starting for us on Saturday, I want you to be absolutely fresh. So, Well, I'm getting sleep. some view from, from the island uh, the island fans uh, um and the Sweden fans, hopefully for Olsen, which we'll come on to in a bit. Uh, and Ireland fans, I think he's become a bit of a you know a, a leading light for a, a poor Ireland team. But their fans really, really like him. I think he's really matured. A lot of them are actually saying that he should leave us. <laughs> <laughs> so Ireland Player of the Year, he was named last week, wasn't yeah. he? And, um, yeah. I believe that was his first international goal as well that he uh, scored against Portugal. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, and I think I mean I, I did, to be honest, I'm, I watched one of the Ireland games, but it were against uh, oh God, who were the second game with Azerbaijan? I think it was Azerbaijan. Yeah, I think and it was. Yeah, they didn't really attack that much. It were it were difficult for Egan to to shine in that. But by all accounts, he played really well last night and against Portugal. Mm. He uh, he could uncharitably say that's the first time he's got a header on target for about eighteen months. But well done, <laughs> he did and uh, put it away. So. Hopefully the connection with uh, Harahan can continue on Saturday. Yeah. Which which of these signings you want to talk about next? Should we go for the goal? Because I think this is not the most impressive, but I think this is as good as I could have expected. I think it's better than I could have expected. But yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair shout. Yeah, go, go ahead. I, I don't. I think I stand to be proven wrong. But I've seen Olsen a couple of times for Everton last season. I were impressed with him, and I've seen him obviously in the Euros for Sweden. I think there's an argument to be said that right now is is he on a level that Ramsdale is on now? Obviously, Ramsdale got more potential, but he's a lot younger. I think I, I think that's a that's as good a goalkeeper in the league on paper, anyway. Yeah, I, I, there's there's a lot of evidence to support that suggestion that he's as good as Ramsdale. I mean, he's he's been Sweden's number one at the last two international tournaments. You know, he's been playing for some pretty big teams. Obviously, playing in the mm-hmm. Premier League last season. I and mean, he was kind of brought in to uh, to give Pickford a break from the team, essentially. I think, and mm. uh, yeah, he's. I'm really, really happy with what we've done there. I know it's only a loan, although we do have the uh, the possibility to buy him at the end of the season, which you know might might be worth pursuing if uh, if we ended up getting promoted. I'm not mm. sure he would want to come here permanently if uh, nah. if not. I think it's a real real coup. I really do think it's a real coup because. When we were linked with him, I think I even put on S2, actually, wrongly. I said something a lot. When it came it came out that he wasn't interested in signing, I was like, well, obviously he's not going to be interested in signing. Mm. You know, he's, a, he's an international goalkeeper. And we're not talking, like, about a, an international number one at, you know, a, a nothing nation for, you know, with all due respect, like Belarus, <laughs> someone like that. <laughs> I didn't think you were actually going to name a oh, nothing I mean, nation. As I was saying it, I thought... Peter Kachoro is seething. Unless Peter Kachoro is listening, then I think we'll, we'll be all right with that. But, you know, it's, you know what I mean? It's a major nation, Sweden. They qualify every year for every every tournament. So we're talking about keepers playing a lot of big, big games. Yeah, I, I just I don't see how we could have done. I don't see how that could have been a better outcome for us, to be honest. Dare I say it? It's I don't know. It's it's almost. 
I feel like that's good business, you know, selling Ramsdale for the amount that we did and bringing in what should be a highly competent replacement that should mean injury permitting. We don't have to worry about goalkeeper for the rest of the season. And good God, have I been worried about goalkeeper in the last few weeks. It was, I mean, you messaged me actually on, I think it was Sunday, I was our away, and you just said, I just had this thought that we are going to go into the season with Verrickson, Fodringham as our two goalkeepers. I think it was like you were having nightmares about it. It, it was something like five in the morning I sent you that, yeah, I think <laughs> I woke up in a cold sweat, like, oh my God, we've got two days to sort this out or whatever. Where is the goalkeeper? But he's here yeah. now. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for having a proper goalie and... Just not having to worry about that. I think he'll be really good for us. Hopefully we can, you know, protect him pretty well and, and make it so that he, you know, the extent of what he needs to do for us is just not make a mistake, basically, and just yeah, keep things yeah. calm at the back. Defence has been all right so far. It might not feel like it, but it's um it's middle of the pack for Yeah, in terms of conceding shots, that West Brom game obviously got, is a huge mark against us. But, yeah, I do know what you mean in the other games. Yeah. They have... Struggle with the ball, you know, the, the the crosses and all this sort of stuff. And we, I don't think the defense has been good, but at the same time, it's 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 doing well enough to not be second from bottom. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, since Davis has come in, he he's just played the Luton and um, Huddersfield games, right? That's yeah, right. that's correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, Huddersfield. One's a recycled corner that he gets shrugged off the ball for, and uh, the other one was a counter attack winner. So, yeah, I feel. I feel like we've not really been stung from crosses since he's come in. Not that he's a, you know, imposing physical presence, but um, he's certainly an improvement on. Uh, I'm fairly calm with it. I think if, if we can't get a, a decent championship back four or five with the players you have available at this level, then I, I do think that's when you should start asking the manager like, what's going on? Because the players are good enough, I think, at this level. The, the, I think that's proven. Agreed. They definitely should be. Uh, so that leaves us with uh, Morgan Gibbs White, who. Is uh, not to put words in your mouth, but I imagine the most exciting of these four times. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. It's the most exciting one. But I've seen him play a couple of times. I remember him coming on in the Premier League, and everyone was saying this guy's going to be the next big thing. And then he was in and out of the Wolves side. The Wolves fans, a lot of them, I'd say most of them, from from my digging around anyway on the forums, didn't want him to leave even on loan. Mm. Uh, he came on against Man United in their last match. So we're talking about a player who's not. He's not fifth choice midfielder, you know. He's not like Ampadu when he came from Chelsea, who nowhere near the first team. This is a guy who's been. I think he's played. I'm just gonna, I've had stats up here. He's played 86 matches uh, in his career at Wolves, and and so, that's including Swansea as well, where he played yeah. six games. And what is he? 20 year old, 21 year old. So yeah, that's a really good amount of games for that age. Because we're all raving about Indai or whatever. Mm. Is that his name? Indai, yeah. <laughs> Indai, yeah. He's not. He's the same age, and he's played no games. Yeah. So for for Morgan Gibbs White to play eighty six games, it just shows you how well he's done. Especially because Wolves have been in the Championship and the Premier League. Nice. Um, I, I just want a tangent. Is this going to be the first? When was the last time we had two double barrelled players in our starting eleven with uh, Norrington Davis presumably starting on Saturday? Did we, oh, did I did we decide on, uh... this? I did it on the Tufty Club, uh, where they said we, we've already got Norrington Davis and FNL Norwood. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not entertaining that. <laughs> unless, uh, unless did Mendes Lang ever play with uh, Campbell Rice? I don't think they did, did they? I, I don't feel like they know, Or Calvert Lewin. What about Campbell Rice and Calvert Lewin? That's right. Cal- Calvert Lewin and Campbell Rice are the only two that I think have a chance of overlapping there. 
yeah. I think it might be like a Johnson's Paint Trophy game or something like that, if anyone knows. Nice, that'll do. Anyway, Gibbs White, um, as you say, yeah, he's played a lot of games. He's been very involved with Wolves. I mean, he was really, their new manager was really talking him up. I think Cody was as well, actually. Which I don't know, he's, you know, I'm sure he was asked a question about a young player who's not going to be like, yeah, it's crap, I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's nowhere near the first yeah, team. Um, but yeah, there was certainly, you know, a lot of a lot of noises about how this season was supposed to be his like breakthrough season at Wolves. As you say, he was involved in. Uh, I think he's played in, in both Premier League games so far, or you know, and he played were all their preseason games. He pretty much started them all. This is why they're so shocked about it. Yeah, scored a nice goal against Forest in the uh, in the League Cup as well. I think it's a good signing for us. It's another midfielder. You know, he's he's not a winger. Maybe we can get onto that uh, shortly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's more of a attacking midfielder, a creative player, a bit of a number yeah. ten. We haven't had one of those for a very long time. That does excite me, the potential to have someone who is more creative. And, you know, if teams are going to let us have the ball, if we can actually pose a threat in the middle of the pitch through him. Yep. Uh, link up with uh, Brewster. I believe he played with at Swansea as well during that uh, half season he was there. Is that right? Yeah, that yeah, that's, yeah that's right. I think only, only for a while, obviously, but England under-21s as well, as mm-hmm. you say, in the... They linked up there as well. A, um, if anyone hasn't seen him before, BTL uh, analysis, um, an account on Twitter, has gone really into all this. He's a really good account worth following on, on Twitter. And um, he, he put something in, like his strengths and stuff. He's obviously a bit like Jay did um, before he became a hot shot. Famous, uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and he said, that, which is something I didn't know, he's apparently re- his aerial jewels are really impressive as well. So he's like a, a biggish lad. Hmm. Which is something again that we definitely like. So you know, if you can win some sort of aerial duels, both defensively and offensively, yeah. I think that could be a big hand as well. Yes, yeah, so midfield famously physical in the last year or so. Uh, yeah. if, even yeah. with a big Norwegian geezer in it, I'd say his uh, heading is probably not a strong point, is it? I mean, I'm probably about four foot, and I reckon <laughs> I could probably beat Sander Berger in a <laughs> header, to be honest. Yeah, uh, I'm. I, I like this signing a lot. I'm, I'm. I really hope he starts on Saturday. I mean, to be honest, I hope um, <laughs> at least three of these start on Saturday of the four. That is. Um, yeah. Yeah, it, it feels very different to someone like Ben Woodburn when he came in on loan. In terms of oh yeah, yeah. the amount of football that Gibbs White has played already um, at a high level as well. Um, yeah, he, he should be more than ready to be dropped straight into a championship team. And who knows, mate, not to chuck too much on his shoulders, but hopefully be a creative force for us that finally gets us creating chances and scoring goals. So, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, that, that was one where we signed... Because obviously, again, they, all other than Olsen, you know, Hurhan and uh, Gibbs White, they both pretty much came out of nowhere, didn't they? There were no links with them or anything. And I was sort of... When it first came through, I think it was you sent it me, actually. I was like, I can't see this one coming off because I'm sure he's in Wolves' squad. And then, you know, I think this is a real, yeah, uh, of all the, the loan signings in the league, this is one of the better ones, I think, on yeah. paper. I'm going to keep saying that because we've seen players <laughs> who play for us who should be good and it's not actually happened yet. So Yeah, indeed. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad they're here because... We need help. That's very, yeah. very obvious from the first five games. Um, yeah. And yeah, hopefully, at least a, at least a couple of these are going to help us get there. Um, should, should we talk about the ones that got away briefly? Um, mm. Yeah, because we 
it was looking like being a very active last day of the transfer window for United. Well, I mean, to be fair, it was a very active last day of the transfer window, but at the end of it, only Olsen and Gibbs White actually signed on that day. Yeah, it felt like more because obviously I was I was in the in the pub doing it all and stuff, and I was proper busy. I felt like an agent. <laughs> like, right, is he coming in? All right, I'm going on to this here. Is he's coming in now? Oh, now, but as you said, there were the uh, the two uh, there were the Palmer lad and the the Barca kid as well who. Mm. Um, obviously, it looked like they were really, really close to signing, and for uh, various reasons, obviously didn't. But if those two had come in, had come in as well, I think you're looking at the best ever deadline day, to be honest. The best since uh, last summer. Oh, don't start with that. Come on. <laughs> best no, transfer window ever. <laughs> it, it would have been good. Um, so, I mean, how do you feel about missing out on those two? Well, I don't know anything about them, so I can't sit here and say, "Oh, that'd have been the icing on the cake." They were, with both of them, there was I would, they were exciting signings because there were young players with good pedigree at big clubs, and those sort of things are always exciting because you've never really seen them play, and you're thinking, "Oh, these could be the next big thing." But there is always that doubt at the back of my head, like, "Oh, could they be a flop as well?" Though, but for a loan, yeah, I've loved them both. Him, yeah, and. Uh... Both being wide players as well, which we definitely don't have. Um, it's a, probably a good sort of segue point here to, I, I guess, your your opinion overall on how we've approached this transfer window, or, or indeed the last nine months from a transfer transfer perspective. Kind of, kind of taking into account the fact that we clearly wanted to sign some wingers, and uh, they both fell through, and we don't have any. Yeah. It's, it's, I think it's a really, really difficult one to judge this because the players that we've sat... At the, at the beginning of the transfer window, I don't believe that anyway. If I'd have said, right, we're going to lose Ramsdale, but we're going to sign uh, Ben Davis, Hurahan, Morgan Gibbs and Olsen, I think everybody would have said, yeah, I'll have that, I'll accept that. Mm. But obviously things have changed because of how poorly we've started and how it's almost confirmed now that these certain players at the club are never going to be back to the levels that they were, or in some cases, maybe never achieve anything with us. Um, so the need became bigger. I think, I mean, would, what would you say? Would you say if I'd have said at the beginning of the season, we're going to lose Ramsdale, but bring those four in, would you have taken that? Mm, yeah, yeah, the beginning of the season, yes. Yeah, I mean, I'll take it now, but it's kind of in comparison to... Yeah. I talked myself into a position of, oh, my God, we are signing Ben Davies and nobody else. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just think it's it's difficult because of the the winger situation in particular. We know we need more. I think think the players we've brought in are good. I don't think it's enough to mount a proper promotion challenge. Obviously, I hope I'm wrong, but that's just my feeling on it. I think the fact it took so long... You could argue that we've ended up with better players because it took so long. You know, if we'd have gone early, we'd have probably missed out on on Gibbs, White, and probably Olsen as well. But we'd have had better time to integrate him and we'd have probably had a more better idea of how we were going to play. I still have no idea how we're going to play. No. Uh, badly is the only indication <laughs> I've had so far, which we need to flip around. Yeah, I, I it, it is tricky, this. I... I can't imagine that we would have been able to sign Olsen or Gibbs White a month ago. Like I just no. don't I don't think that would have happened because they no. they and their clubs are gonna hold on for the best possible offer and a lot of the time that'll go right to the last minute. Yeah. However, we have essentially written off ten percent of the season. Um yeah. and I 
Like you said, I what have we learned in that 10% of the season, apart from some of these players may be shot, but now it's too late to do anything else about yeah. them until January. Yeah, that, that did bother me, to be honest, that it it took so long. I mean, I think I think we talked about this last time. During Wilder's first season, uh, we brought in the spine of an entire team but yeah. before yeah. August, basically. You know, Connell, Duffy, Jake Wright. Uh, Leon Clark was another one. I've, I've missed a couple out there. Uh, Endes, no, Endes was the next season. Um, Fleck, obviously. Yeah, like you say Duffy. I yeah. did say Duffy, yeah. Yeah, Duffy, yeah. Um, Whereas we haven't done that until right at the last minute. They may or not be players that fit. Uh, they're good players, but do they fit what Yukanovic wants to do, which is usually involving more width, whether that's a 4-3-3 or a yeah. uh, formation that uses, I guess, more traditional wingers. So, yeah, that, that does bother me a little bit. And also the fact that we've known for so long that we're relegated and we're yeah. going to be in the championship. Yeah, I don't know. That's I, pretty indefensible. What I'll say about that is that all the noise is coming from the club. Starting from Paul Eckenbottom, actually, was we need to keep this group together. It'd be silly, you know, taking a sledgehammer to this group, the, the proven champions. And I think the club completely banked on these players Go reverting back to the championship level, whether that were with us or other people in terms of McBurney and Brewster and stuff. Obviously, you know, we're still talking five games, so I'm not going to say, no, that's not happened. It, so far, it absolutely 100% looks like this team needed a complete clear out. Hmm. And then I think it was, I think two or three weeks into the season when we thought, ah, this is really bad, it was too late then. So we've wasted basically the entire transfer window in terms of the summer. We couldn't force anyone out. No one's going to pay the wages. We've got seven strikers on the books. I keep seeing people like talking about, why don't we go for this guy? Why don't we go for the permanence and stuff like that? We've got seven strikers in our books. So I imagine they're all on at least 10,000, probably more, um, a week. The side we're playing on Saturday, I'll have no players on that sort of money. We've got seven strikers on that money. And nobody's going to take... I think the problem is nobody's willing to take off. Give those players the wages we're paying them, or pay fees anything like we've paid for them. Mm. I think it's going to take a two or three windows, to be honest, to to get rid of the 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 dross, if you want to call it that, or just the people who are past the peak or whatever. And I don't think you can do it in a window anyway. But the fact mm. we tried to basically do it in a week was really bad planning, I thought. Yeah, I, I suppose to be fair, I I can't really knock the club too much from uh, if they were banking on these players being immediately mm. good again in the championship because that's basically what I thought would happen. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it may still happen, but we've definitely not seen it and yet. And people say that, you know, this is a losing team, you can't keep coming back and all that. Obviously, Norwich did. They lost the last 10 and they bounced back. And people say these players are finished. They've been playing poorly for 18 months and stuff like that. People did, you know, I'm not going to say that there were no one out there who didn't see it coming because people, some people did. But, I, I, yeah, I, I can imagine that the board or the prince or whoever has gone to Heckingbottom, the coaching side, and said, you know, what do we need? And Heckingbottom, all the noises he were making last season were we need to keep this group together. Mm. Um, any any thoughts on uh, the fact they're all loan players, no permanent signing? I think it's, it, it's, it is short-termism, but I don't think you're buying anybody that is going to change this team with the money that we've got available, yeah. personally. I think... If we'd have sold a couple of players, you might have had more bit of money to play with and you can make so proper signings. We had, we don't have any money. Everyone knows you don't have any money. I mean, we you know, I, I listened to the Prince interview on Sheffield United Away, um, which I imagine everyone's watched, and 
he's, I, I don't. I do believe his heart's in the right place. I think he's made a couple of poor decisions, but he doesn't have the money to pump in. And we do have. I've, it's got to be a top four wage bill in the championship. Where's it going? Where's it come from? And people talk about the parachute payments. The parachute payments are paying for the wages. Yeah, yeah. Because the wage bill is that high. The Ramsdale money has gone on the Bruce. We took a loan out to buy Bruce last season. That money's gone on to, to pay that back. We don't have money. So I don't, unless we're going to sell people. And I keep saying people like saying, oh, why don't we get rid of McBurney? Why don't we? Re-? Who's going to buy him? Yeah, well, no, exactly. And it'd be, it, it is lowest possible value as well at this current point for, for quite Bruce, a few of those players. I don't know how much Bruce from McBurney are on. I'm going to say it's over 20K simply because of the fees that we paid for him. No club's going to pay him that. And those who are in their eyes by saying, well, I'm not moving for ten, you know, 50% less hmm. money when you, you're paying me to, to be here. Yeah. Uh, in terms of the loans, yeah. I mean, the, I think the other thing is there's no way, yeah, there's no way we'd be able to afford this calibre of player. Like, definitely no. not. Um, and I'm kind of all right with it just in a... I don't mind this short-term approach. I mean, as you said, it's going to take time to refresh the squad. But we don't want to go through a double relegation while we're no. doing it, do we? So no. if we're going to have to just borrow some players to uh, help us find our feet and potentially integrate a few lads like um, like Norrington Davis, obviously making his first few starts yeah. for us, uh, like Ndai, you mentioned earlier, just a, you know an example, he signed a new contract. We'll mention that in a, in a moment, actually. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I'm all right with it, and and then also you're not you're not on the hook in terms of we're throwing away more money if we don't get promoted this season, which you know is looking more likely, obviously after the start that we've made. You know, if, imagine if we if we had sunk a load of money into this and then we don't get promoted, then it's like yeah. we're screwed because, as you say, the the prince is not um, not rich by football owner standards. is a is a lot no. more wealthy than me, I imagine. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I'm all right with that as an approach. It's what Fulham essentially did uh, a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, I know they're not your own players. And the the idea, you know, the ideal is probably you buy in young players and develop them. Well, we have bought young players in the last couple of years. Whether we've developed them is, uh, well, I don't know if it's up for, de- it. up for debate, to be honest. Yeah. Some have either stagnated or gone backwards. But but we have done that. We have sunk uh, sunk capital, if you like, into young players whose value should improve with us. Right now we need stability, I think. So I'm I'm yeah. happy with uh, loaning the best players available to us. And that's the thing as well. I think whichever way you look at it, whether you blame the Prince for not getting Wilder's first targets or whatever, or Wilder for buying these players, the money we've spent on this squad by championship standards should be enough to get a playoff place. And until we either get, get those functioning as a team those players that we brought in on big money on big wages championship level wise we're going to have to wait I'm afraid until people come in or, or their contracts run down until we can build again because nobody wants them yeah nobody wants them nobody <laughs> wants you yeah so get get, get it together <laughs> yeah. sort it out right let's uh well, talk, talking of players nobody wants, let's talk about some players that uh, people did want but uh, we will do that after this break Staying safe online for the equivalent price of one cup of coffee every month sounds pretty good to me. And that is why I use NordVPN to stay safe online. They encrypt my traffic on web and mobile, means I never have to worry about unsecure websites or apps, or indeed who's actually behind those public Wi-Fi networks when I'm working on the move or trying to keep up with 
whatever's happening on Blade's Twitter during this week. NordVPN also make it super easy for me to switch my virtual location with just a single click. So that gives me access to things like streaming platforms that aren't available in the UK, like Netflix overseas, Hulu, HBO documentaries, and more. NordVPN is fast and secure, and they have a special offer for Blades Pod listeners. 73% off a two-year plan, plus four bonus months absolutely free. All you have to do is head to nordvpn.com, so that's N-O-R-D-V-P-N.com slash bladespod. Or if you're just on their website anyway, make sure you use the code bladespod when you sign up and you will get 73% off a two-year plan, plus those four bonus months absolutely free, as I said. It's a limited time offer, so don't wait around. Head to nordvpn.com slash bladespod today. Now back to the podcast. And we're back. And uh, yeah, before the break, we talked about uh, players that have arrived at the lane uh, in this summer window. I just want to quickly tick off the ones that are uh, have been moved on, either permanently or on loan. Uh, so Ramsdale, we've obviously discussed at uh, great length in the lead up to him leaving. I gotta say, it's still weird seeing him play for Arsenal the other day. Did yeah. you did you have that as well when he played against uh, West Brom? I, to be honest, I didn't see it, but I'm I, I laughing yesterday that uh, one of these football insider, or so it probably wasn't that, but one of those sort of websites where it's a Ram, uh, headline where Ramsdale t- tells mates that he's now number one above Leno. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <Okay>. Right. <laughs> Not yet, although after Arsenal starts of the season, uh, yeah. all bets are off. He might, he might have a new manager before too long. Uh, they've had quite a tough... Well, I don't know. Brentford is winnable, obviously. But then what were the next two games? Obviously, Man City. Who else to lose to? Uh, Chelsea. That. Chelsea, of course, yeah. Yeah. Might be the teams that finish first and second this season. Anyway, it's weird. I don't mean this disrespectfully to Ramsdale. It's just when I think back to last season, it's mental to me that he plays for yeah. Arsenal now. Like, yeah. Yeah, I could have seen him going to Burnley's bad bad example because they've got a good goalkeeper. Um, but you know, a team of that. Well, I said when we sold him, I expected a, a Palace mm. or Newcastle sort of standard club. Yeah, well, it, we suddenly say Arsenal are now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I um, well that it just is a bit of a tangent here, but um, I, I did think this last summer. I was like, I can't see Ramsdale leaving because I looked through all the goalkeeping situations at every other team. And I was like, Newcastle, they're sorted. Palace, uh, you know, Geiter is fantastic. Burnley have got Pope. Um, just sort of running through all the other teams, basically. And I don't think I considered Arsenal as a possible destination no, for him. Because no, why would you? This, this guy was, you know, what was it, seven months ago? We were uh, hand on heart saying... Think we should leave him out for the next game just for his we own saying, good. I think we should probably play Fodringham against Man United away. <laughs> yep, we, we actually did say that, and I, I stand by that in terms of at the time that felt the right thing to do. And then obviously Ramsdale <laughs> turned his season around. Uh, we now have a slightly clearer picture of the standard of West Fodringham, but I suppose mm. we, I don't know actually. I'm not sure I've learned anything new about West Fodringham in the last couple of weeks that I didn't. It's better than Merritt, learn. probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There's, there's the thing I did learn. Anyway, Ramsdale's <laughs> gone there. Good fee for him, I think. Tyler Smith, uh, we mulled about his future after he played against Carlisle in the Cup. Um, he has gone on a permanent deal to Hull City of the Championship. I, obviously, I were away, so I didn't see as much as this, but I heard they were outraged about this uh, transfer, which has blown my mind. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I didn't see 
and maybe I'm just not as uh, not sort of up to my neck in it as uh, as much as you are in the the, the finger on the pulse type thing of uh, the Twitter blades masses, but. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. If, I saw some people doing the sort of comparison to what we did with Billy Sharp, where you know we obviously sold him for a, a pittance at the start of his career, and then he went on to score mm. hundreds of goals before yeah. coming, coming back to us the third time. I think this. I just think this makes sense. Smith's what is he's twenty two. He's he's done his rounds of uh, lower league loans. He's nowhere near our first team. Um, you know, you could maybe say perhaps he should be, but he might go on to be a really, really good player. What I couldn't understand from the little bits I saw, people like saying, "Oh, he's the best young striker at the club" and all this sort of stuff. He's never played above League One level, mm. and I'm pretty. I'm just having a quick look now. Uh, just bear with me while this comes up. Yeah, he, uh, his best return, he got seven in twenty-three last season at Swindon. Yeah, which is not bad. They were. Uh... Yeah, they, they were. They go down. Yeah. yeah, I think. Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it, it's not bad, but I just think at that stage of his career, I think it's the right thing for him to do. I mean, we'd have to, we'd need like five strikers to get injured before he even gets on the pitch. I think in a in a meaningful game. So, yeah, it's it's a bit victim of circumstances, I think. But also, you know, he's been around the club for so long now. You and you know, played for uh, three different managers, I guess. Mm-hmm. You would think he. If he if he was that kind of finished article up to the level that we need him to be, he would have forced his way into the team by now. So <clears throat> I'm all right with that. I presume we have some kind of uh, sell on or buyback clause with these things, seeing as he he went on a free transfer. Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah, we did haul a favour there, I think, didn't we? Because they can't actually sign anyone. So <laughs> yeah, there was a point where it looked like all the teams that were under transfer embargoes were going to sign more players than we did. So yeah. I'm glad that, Wait, that yeah that was so, oh, no, I, I don't want to have a window like that again to be honest no I'd rather not uh, Max Lowe goes on loan to Forest. thoughts on that um, such a weird signing that I think for so many reasons I mean it, it almost feels a bit dodgy obviously with what we know now about the Swindon sell on clothes for Bogle I just I just find it such a strange signing Max Lowe wow. um, how is that the, that has to be the worst signing in the last couple of years, like since we got promoted, surely. I don't know how much we've actually paid for him, but oh, I guess not. Anything, I'm not being funny. Anything above a million, Oof. you're thinking, well, what, what, why? Well, <laughs> you, you... Derby fans now, like obviously, I got a view from from them with their uh, with the latter league cup game and stuff, and they were saying like he'd be like their fourth choice left back now. They they didn't really rate him that much, and yeah, but we'll see how he gets on at Forest. Obviously, maybe he'll well, show that's... something. That's the thing. I don't want anyone listening to this to get the wrong impression. I, I'm sure he's an okay player. Like I don't think he's an absolute disaster of a player. And he's no, you know, he's probably comparable with Kean Bryan, who we'll mention shortly. Yeah. Um But we didn't need him. <laughs> we, yeah, we, did. we had I, I so many left backs. No. Yeah, I, I really can't get my head around the Max Lowe thing. I, I, to be honest, I saw him against Burnley in the cup. And I, um, I thought oh, he looks good, this guy. I think he set a goal up and stuff. And then he just looked out of his depth and he's thinking, well, maybe in the championship level, he'll look, you know, more, maybe more his level. But then he's, what is he, fourth choice left back now for us? Something Bizarre. like that, yeah, with Norrington Davies coming in. Stevens yeah. obviously still to come back into the team from uh, from injury. Uh, yeah. And rather large wages quoted as well by people purporting yes. to be in the know this week. Yeah, which is troubling. <laughs> anyway, yeah. he's gone to Forest. Uh, hopefully, 
I mean, I think he's contracted till 2024, I think I read. Max Lowe. So, There's I hope a lot does... of people on big contracts where I'm thinking, what? <laughs> I hope Why he does really well for Forrest and we can find a permanent taker for him. Because, yeah, he's so far down the pecking order at United. Going back to the wages thing, if it is true, obviously, I think it, I think this came from Darren Smith, I think, mm. um, where he was on 30k a week in the Premier League and now he's on 15. If he's on 15, I'd dread to think what some of these other players are on. Yeah, quite. Uh, the other notable outgoing, Daniel Jebison, goes on yeah. a season loan to uh, Burton Albion, where he'll be uh, mentored by Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank. That's always... Uh, Always a good person to be getting minted by if you're a striker. I was hoping to watch him on uh, on Sky the other night because Burton were playing. Yeah, well, he only got called up for the England under 19s, didn't he? Yeah, I mean he scored as well. Did he score? He did score. It's been confirmed. Yeah, yeah United yeah. tweeted that he'd scored, uh, and then I saw a load of other people saying, mm, "I think actually it was someone else that scored," which is mm. it's pretty awkward. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I, I've seen it confirmed that it was him that scored. So really? yeah, good for him. Um, Again, people are not happy with this. Some people saying he should be in our team now. Well, this, we'll see how good he is now, won't we? Yeah, I I think this is a really. I'm I'm happy he's gone on loan. I <laughs> I would have been happy for him to be around the first team, but I think long term for him, and therefore probably long term for us, it's better he goes somewhere where he's going to start every week and yeah, see how he does. We can always uh, bring him back in January if uh, if we need him or if he's absolutely tearing up League One. As obviously we. Yeah. Uh, we hope he does, but he's, he's just a kid, isn't he? I mean, has he turned 18 yet? If he has, he's only turned 18 very recently. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, again, I think whichever way you look at it, in Jukanovic's eyes, he's looking like, what, eight-choice striker at the moment? Yeah. For us, so, uh, I'd say. Go, go play some right games. Wrong, but... Yeah, that's, uh, that was a, a good move for me. Uh, a lot of rumours that we were trying to shift Ollie Burke on deadline day. The icing on the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I mentioned my I list. Sorry for him by the end of that window because everyone was like, please take him, please, Warnock, come on. <laughs> I mean, presumably you'd, just, you'd have been happy for him to go anywhere, right? Yes, simply because he's not very good. <laughs> yeah. I was kind of saying that like, in a better way. But, no, it's obviously not. He, by the sounds of it, he's another one who's on decent wages and he's another one that I think something has probably gone really wrong if he's still in our... For, if he's still in our first eleven, yeah. uh, in the next couple of weeks, I, I don't. I'm, I don't. Want, I'm not crusading against Burke here, but I, I'd just rather his whatever minutes he gets were given to someone else. Yeah, uh, and then we could see what they have instead, such as, for example, Illiman and Die, who huh. is in from the cold. So he's, yes. he's back in the under. He played. It came off the bench against Derby. Uh, he was in the squad at Luton, I think, or he certainly travelled with the team. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, he travelled with the team. I don't think he was on the bench. I could be wrong, right. but I don't think he was on the bench. No, I think you, might be, I think you are right, actually, because I, I believe I would have uh, remembered that as something quite significant. Uh, he, he played in the under-23s for the first time since March, uh, I think it was. Scored. Scored yeah. as well, yeah. I think yeah. he scored twice, actually. Um, and, yeah, that was his second first-team appearance in the win over Derby in the Cup as well. So, And then, of course, the... Uh, Announcement that he has finally signed this new contract, which is kind of... I've not seen a youth player get this much sort of fanfare for signing a contract. I, I can't think of any of them, actually. If someone who's not, not played, played a single first-team game. Yeah. Well, what do, you, what do you make of it? I, I've not seen anywhere near enough of him to, um, to, to, to judge. I'm not going to judge him as a player. I'm slightly concerned 
about the hype he's getting from not just fans, from media as well. Didn't Sheffield start today comparing to Messi? They did do that, yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll defend uh, them slightly and say they were quoting uh, someone uh, at the club, I think. But right, yeah, but that's still. that's fair enough. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not having a go at, at them. Everyone seems to be getting really excited by him, and they could be right. I'm just a little bit worried that. It's going to be one of those things. As soon as he gets the ball, go on. You know? Yeah, like, I'd like to see him slowly phased in rather than. I know everyone's got him in the teams and it's exciting. And if he starts on Saturday, I'll be unbelievably excited about seeing him. But I don't. I don't know the hype since Sunday when he signed. He's just gone. He's all of us. I don't know. It's like he's the new Pele, isn't it? <laughs> I'd be very shocked if he's starting on Saturday. <laughs> One step at a time, lads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I, I mean, because he's. I think you mentioned this earlier. He's he's what twenty one himself. So, uh, yeah. he, he's not a, a kid like Jebison in terms of like nope. phys, physical development, I suppose. Um, but he needs to be in the first. Don't get me wrong. He needs to play. He needs to be in the first team squad. I'm not saying throw him on Saturday or anything like that. But he's got to be on the bench because he's not part of signing. Although he's 21, he's not. You know, we're not talking about a 17 year old. Yeah, and he he, he needs to play games now. He's not yeah. played as has he played for any any senior football apart from like the few odd few minutes he's had with us. Don't not that I know of. Let me let me uh, double. Carry on talking. I'll just have a quick look at that. All right, but uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's good news to get that signed. But um, I don't know. I, I, I'm just sort of tempering my expectations for him. And That's think... it. I'm happy about it, and it probably sounds like I'm being negative as usual. But I, I'm also <laughs> sort of all right. Let's chill out. <laughs> yeah. I've mean, yeah. like, Not seen him play yet. He's played for Hyde United, and that's it. Six times. Yeah, Non-league. I'm... So. Uh... Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I I do think we will see him around on the bench a few times, but yeah, I I, I think it's probably asking a lot to expect him to come in and immediately contribute. Um, yeah, I hope he's you know can get get on the bench and, and come off the bench and do some stuff for us. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I would I would look to the senior players for now. I think you know that they're the ones to turn it around. But still, it's good news. He uh, you know he was obviously highly rated at the club. Um, mm. People who've watched under twenty three is regularly um, say he's a, a very good looking prospect. He's exciting. Uh, he looks exciting from the, the the clips and stuff. He looks like the he's a winger as well, or an attacking midfielder, or whatever you want to call it, which is obviously something we've we've been crying out for for two three seasons now. So indeed, it's a nice bit of good news. Anyway, I'm not sure I would. Uh, well, I hope to be surprised, pleasantly so, that uh, this is the best signing of the transfer window. As uh, mm. I think the prince himself put it, actually, didn't he? In, uh, he did on Sheffield United way. Yeah, he did. He said uh, that the, it's the best signing of the. And well, again, I was just thinking, all right, let's. <laughs> <laughs> it's better than losing him for football. nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah. Least. I'm really happy he signed, and I think if he'd have left, especially on a free with no sight, you know, with a contract, he does look like he is going to go on to be a good player. I think there'd have been a major backlash, to be honest, and rightly so. Yes, quite. Uh, final sort of outgoing, if you like. What about Kean Bryan landing on his feet at West Brom? I mean, round of applause for Kean Bryan. Great work. Two and year his contract agent. and his agent. <laughs> Two year contract at West Brom. Um, I mean, he's, he'll be a Premier League player again next year, surely. It's incredible, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I, I, it's such a strange career this guy's had. <laughs> it's that true. He's never played a championship game, and yes. yet. He's now playing for 
one of the he's played what 10 12 games last season in the Premier League. It's mm. bizarre, a bizarre career. That he should write a book, it's the sort of football book I'd like to read, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starts at Man City, goes to where was he, Oldham, comes to yeah. us, doesn't play a single league game for three years, I think. Did he, yeah. or did he join us yeah, in the promotion? Right. Yeah, yeah, uh. Scores a winning goal at Old Trafford for our first win there in 50-odd years. And then, uh, yeah, goes to a promotion favourite. So he's, he's done well for himself. I know they've got a bit of an injury crisis at the back West Brom, haven't they? But, mm. yeah, I, I've got to be honest, I really thought he'd be in League One. That'd be his next club. He's, he's had an f- unbelievable career. I'm just looking at it now. Manchester City, they went to Bury who don't exist anymore. <laughs> then Holdham. Then he played 13 games for us in four seasons. He, he went on loan. 12 for last season, probably. Yeah, 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 12 from the season before. And then he went on loan halfway through that, to halfway through his spell with us to Bolton. Oh, yeah, um, they got relegated, didn't they? To, to League Two. <laughs> but he's also got England under 20 caps, under 19s, under 17s, under 16s. Bizarre. What a journey. But, uh, yeah, we, we obviously offered him a new contract in the summer. Uh, that didn't work out. And he's now gone to West Brom, so... Good for him. Uh, just before to... you go on, move on to Brian, because just I'm on Wikipedia. His style of play is described. He's been praised for his vision and passing ability, as well as his long to long range shots and penalty taking. <laughs> okay, so, <I> like... <laughs> not not by United fans because we've not seen any of that. Oh dear. Well, there he goes. <laughs> Off you go, Key, and enjoy. Almost certainly being in the Premier League uh, faster than United are next time. So uh, good for him and your agent. All right, well, let's uh, let's look ahead to Peterborough then. The season restarts, or, or indeed starts full stop, we hope, for United this Saturday. Very much looking forward to it. Obviously, I have some new players now. Um, and the team could, dare I say should, have a very different look to it. Do you, uh, do you think that's going to be the case? I hope so. I think that... It's, it is exciting because although like I've sort of had doubts about most of the signings and, and if it's going to be enough, I am excited to see new players. And I think that two-week break, it can't have done us any harm, surely. Yeah, definitely not. Even with um, a bunch of players obviously being on international duty, I am sceptical that Berger will play <clears throat> purely because uh, he tested positive for COVID. He's not been... Uh, well, he's been in Norway, hasn't he, I think? Um isolating there so he's not been training with us he's not been training with with anyone while he uh, completes a period of isolation he will be available for the game um because he'll have completed that isolation period but yeah i wonder if fitness wise if he'll be in that starting 11 or not but yeah you would hope that gibbs white certainly will be uh olsen obviously will be <laughs> otherwise they'll be very unhappy well, I said to you that olsen's, obvi- olsen's playing in greece tonight um and i imagine he'll not get into sheffield until friday that'll be his first training session then he's gonna have to be straight into the team on saturday but it's fine how, how much training do you need as a goalkeeper just keep the ball out what do you need to know <laughs> Did you, he needs to know that i don't know chris basham might go on a mazy run <laughs> <laughs> he might do yeah um I think we said this before the Huddersfield game. Uh, not must win, but massive game, and that's what this is because Peterborough, like Huddersfield, are not very good, um, and it's a great chance to get that first win. Um, they have the second worst defense in the league on expected goals from open play. Only Hull have a high, allowed a high number. Um, they're twenty third out of twenty four for passes per defensive action, so that's. 
that's a pressing statistic, basically. Mm-hmm. They they don't press very much at all. Second lowest shots per game. They're the joint lowest scorers. You don't need me to tell you who the lowest scorers are, of course. Um, yeah, this is a, a really good chance to get three points, finally, on the board and give us something to smile about. Are you feeling I good about it? it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. It's exactly the same about Huddersfield. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to, obviously, seeing all new signings and stuff if they play. Um, and that, that two-week break, I think it, it's got to do us a favour. I, I think we, we can't be worse, you know what I thought. So, <laughs> hoping that, that two weeks with the with the club, it's, I'm, I'm going to try and like be positive and say that the... The five weeks before were our pre-season. What about that for positivity? Eh? It's good. <laughs> I like that a lot. Yeah, I can uh, I can definitely buy into that. And uh, yeah, who knows, mate? Maybe we'll see some goals. Maybe we'll see that first win. Fingers crossed, eh? And uh, we can finally yeah. come back and talk about something positive on, uh, yeah. on Monday next week. Um, well, there we go, mate. We'll, we'll wrap up there. What have, uh, what have you got to plug? Uh, I've got two international views coming out, and um, it, that should be out today and tomorrow on Olsen and Egan and Hurahan. Um And then Maidley's coming back on Saturday. So really? living with Maidley, yeah. Uh, doing an interview with Adam off uh, Deep Cuts tonight to uh, to promote that. So, yeah, um, I'll be I'll be sharing that on probably Saturday. That'll be out, I reckon. Fabulous stuff. A, a welcome return from uh, living with Maidley there. So... <laughs> Nice, we'll look out for that. Obviously, get the views from at roysviewfrom.com. Follow Andrew at Panchero on Twitter, myself at BladesPod. And uh, I will, I'll see you Saturday, mate, for some uh, pretty, yeah. much, pretty much beers, as always. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed, mate, that we'll finally have a positive result at the end of the day as well. Yeah, Wouldn't look forward nice? to it, mate. Yeah, yeah, me too, mate. All right, well, uh, enjoy the rest of the week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. And uh, I will catch up with you later. Thanks, mate. Cheers.